1: With our fighting spirit,
2: we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 548. Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host. I am back. I have returned. Christian Piles from the hills of Virginia, now here, back in Austin, Texas. To my right, Stephen Kyle Brackey, Ben Funky Askren, the new hips. Ben Funky Askren, I've been thinking about you, buddy. How you doing? Well, I was, you know, I was
3: really new hips last week. I was really struggling. I'm starting to feel quite a bit better. I actually coached my first practice last night. Uh, you know, I've I I had crutches and I was, you know, I sat down in a chair once in a while. Um, but I can't, I can't like be up vertical the whole time. Um, but everything, you know, so far so good. I don't really have any complaints. I, uh, I feel much better than I did prior to the surgery.
2: I'm a little worried. Um, you're going to ditch these crutches way too prematurely. <laughs> and, and well, the, the doctors want me
3: to wait six weeks, Christian.
2: That is quite a bit of time.
3: It's a long time.
2: Yeah. It's that's tough. a long time. But I- you were, you, but you were contemplating ditching them like Last week, when we were texting, you're like, Yeah, they're uh, no, I'm gonna get rid of me. Need... I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: People are listening, they'll tell my doctor this.
2: <laughs> Does <laughs> everyone know your doctor? <laughs> Someone's gonna tattle on me. Yeah, well, please um, follow the medical advice. That's just a, a general yeah. PSA to all of you. If your doctor says to do something, it's probably best to do it or get okay. a second opinion until he says something you actually want to do. Sure, that's fair. Huh. That's other medical yeah, advice.
3: it's It's going well. I'm happy. I'm happy. Happy it's done. Hopefully, just going to keep healing and healing and healing, getting better. And, uh, yeah,
2: everything's great. I hope that you get younger every day. Um, While I was gone, everything decided to happen. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened from basically March on, and then everything happened. What happened last week? Well, for Dayton, Dayton, Shane Van Ness, uh, the rest Mm. of the Beat the Streets card got uh, (laughs) (laughs) announced, with Yanni Kanchukashvili being the headliner there. So all, all mm-hmm. kinds of fire. And, man, I the the Dayton stuff is so – I did I interviewed – so I was in Chapel Hill yesterday with Tony Ramos because he's. Got I the, got some questions for you, bro. Oh, for me? Did Tony Ramos actually train jiu-jitsu? That's what I want to know. I just – I watched him. He did a full full practice. He trains jiu- yeah, but like, jiu- jiu-jitsu. Yeah,
3: but, like, has this been happening for the last year or is
2: it just, like, since he signed the bout agreement? I think he's he was doing it prior uh, a little bit, and then he signed the match. Now he's like he's really into it. He's going well for a it. little
3: bit. Does that mean like once a week or what?
2: No, he was doing you know, I don't know, three four times a week. I think. Okay. He was training. Decent amount. Mm.
3: Okay. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what happens there because. I'm worried for my man Tony. If he didn't didn't really do jiu-jitsu, I mean listen, if Tony dedicated a couple years to jiu-jitsu, he's fine, right? He'll do great. Um I don't know if he'll beat Nicky Ryan, but it'll be a good match. If Tony just decided to do this
2: on a whim, this is not gonna be good for him. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh he's, he says he's been doing messing around with jiu-jitsu since high school. But, you know, as he had okay. that dedicated focused training. I don't know. We'll yeah. we'll see. He he believes he can win. Uh, he says he wouldn't okay. do it if he didn't think he could win. Uh, it's, it's a it's a good interview. I I always enjoy talking with Tony and catching up with him. Well, we th- we ran the gamut of of topics. And he kind of we were talking about fifty seven, just the weight class, you know, his old weight and kind of how he saw it. And we talked a little about Dayton and then went a little bit deeper and discussed um, you know his suspension and everything and his overall thoughts. And and I had my oh, overall. Tony gave his thoughts on Dayton? Mm-hmm.
3: Really? what did he yeah. say?
2: He said a lot. Um, so he has he has a lot. He he really likes Dayton. He kinda feels he, he feels similar to how I feel. Like kinda has a hard time thinking Dayton would knowingly do this. Just knowing Dayton yeah. like he knows Dayton. And sure. that's that's what I tweeted and that's what I feel like. I just I, you know, you you never. I'm not. It's not like B- Dayton and I are best friends, but I've known him for a while and know you yeah. can kind of tell what someone's about and what guys aren't about. And Dayton. Well, just, I'm having
3: a tough time. I feel the same way, Christian. But then, what about that whack ass excuse, though? Well, here
2: I'm. I'm trying to get there. I'd love okay, to. Okay, sorry. So I mean,
3: you know what? I've gotten yelled at before for being too impatient. Have you ever heard yeah, that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we 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 have plenty of time here, so. Okay. My, my initial thoughts are basically, um, all right, I, I really, I agree with John Smith. Dayton Fix would never knowingly do something like this, right? But then there's just this these other things around it where I'm like, that makes it really hard to just assume innocence across the board for everyone involved. Yeah. Right? And so, one, that... The, the, one of the things that really sort of sticks out to me is like, okay, he he tests positive. Oh, my gosh. Not good. And they, they're kind of all like they're in disbelief about it seemingly. Like, how does this happen? Yeah. And they send off all his supplements, right? They all come back fine. And it feels like then at that point they have this revelation, <laughs> oh, Derek has been ta- – his father has been taking Osterine. Yeah. Which, one, I was like, why – why would he take Osterine? Um, yes. That was a question I had. And two, it, the other thing that is not good about it or that, that makes you swing the other way is like, Osterine would definitely help someone like Dayton, a, a lightweight yeah. trying to stay strong, right? Obi Blanc tested positive for this exact thing. Obi Blanc yeah. also ma- maintained his absolute innocence and that he, he didn't intend to do it and obi blanc you want to talk about another guy where you're like yeah
3: you love him he's awesome I, obi
2: blanc a cheater it just doesn't make sense right Dayton fix a cheater it doesn't make any sense but while that doesn't make sense the explanation maybe makes less sense right yes. and you know and then Chris Perry's name? I was like, why is Chris Perry in this? <laughs> why did, why did they put Chris Perry's name in? Why couldn't he say a buddy? Why why are you putting his name in the streets? So I I I overall I swung back and forth on this, but I reached the conclusions that Usada did with way less information, obviously. But I believe Dayton and I believe that he wouldn't knowingly do this. And I'm I'll say I'm glad that his suspension worked out the way that it did and that he's not going to be denied an opportunity to make the Olympic team. And we'll see what, what happens from it. But, man, I just – some aspects of it. And also another thing is, like, the the whole idea of, okay, there was Austrian placed in a bottle which was placed in a fridge and he just took a couple gulps. And the fact that the dosage was so low kind of maps to that. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, this is a banned substance. Osterine is not—I don't know. I don't know yeah. all the things you could test positive for that are that would seem like sort of small. And but Osterine is a thing you have to jump through hoops to get. You cannot easily acquire it, um, and it's it's a known banned substance. So you would you would assume an extra level of caution and precaution would be taken for, for something like that. Right. And for some for, you know, Derek and that family are, are so this is such a dedicated family and it's so important to them. You would think there would be uh, there there would be preventative measures put into place to make sure just a casual grabbing of a bottle wouldn't cause your son <laughs> to potentially have. To, I mean, if coronavirus doesn't happen, he is not on the Olympic team under any circumstances. There happened yeah. to be a global pandemic that bought him time. But. The, the idea that that would be jeopardized by by them is so uh, crazy to me, right? That that would happen. Yeah. So I, I it, it's I think everyone should read the USADA thing. I think it, it, it was interesting, and um, I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad it's over for Dayton because this has been hanging over his head. What we heard it right before that oh, Iowa I'm, Oklahoma State Iowa duel. duel. That was when we heard it, right? Yeah, uh, we were like, oh, he may come out or something. And it was, well, he tested positive, And then, you know, basically half the, seemed like a lot of people knew about it, not just us, but nothing yeah. was really said. And so you can imagine that hanging over him, right? Yeah. Has been a wait. So hopefully this is just a one time thing, never happens again. Um, He's extra careful, and um, yeah, let's let's have the the full strength fifty seven kilogram bracket. I don't want any. Uh, I want I want all the Doing horses that. in there because it's gonna be it's it's gonna be the talk of uh, of the Olympic trials, and that's <clears throat> that's gonna be saying something. And also, when I talked with Tony, I asked of like what, what's your read on it? I did, I really didn't expect him to give me an opinion on who he thought would win. And be like, oh well, it depends on blah, da, da. but No, he he thinks it'll be Dayton. Right, he thinks Dayton will be the really. Guy. He picked yeah. Dayton over Spencer and Thomas Gilman and Vito and Soriano and Gross and Cologne and well, the top,
3: the top three. Yeah, and yeah. It's notable why I said those. Number one, those are the top three. Number yes. two, those are both former Hawkeyes. He himself is a former Hawkeye. I know there was some heat when he left, but you would think that you know there would still be like those. Uh, some of his heartstrings
2: are still tied to the uh, Hawkeyes in some way, shape, or form maybe or maybe it's the opposite <laughs> maybe it's the the reverse of, reverse effect right yeah um yeah. so i'm not entirely entirely sure and i man it, it's really tough to say and we will talk about 57 for you know another couple months well, as we wait for it yeah. to find out but i thought it was interesting that that was that was his pick not that any pick is particularly surprising i think gilman is is, is a good pick i think spencer is probably my pick right now um, but in Dayton, obviously, is another one of the three in the mix and the guy that was on the team. So I- interesting um, stuff.
3: You know, Christian, last week when this did happen, we were talking about, you know, why Derek Fix would be taking it. And I said, listen, I just recently saw that, you know, that Piles family shirt off photo. And I accused the Piles family of taking osterade
2: Well, I am flattered. What did you say for yourself? <laughs> uh, I can't speak for Katie, um, but I am 100% clean. I don't, do I don't know about that uh, yeah. I I I'm not on I used to do all kinds of stupid supplements like creatine all that all that crap lots of protein I don't do any I just eat food and drink water I don't do anything else so yeah, yeah. Take hey um
3: blood. let me you know I just started watching that I know you said you're a big fan of and it makes me curious about your shirt does your shirt have anything to do with the wire
2: yeah, so this is season one, Bubbles puts the red hat on the, the Yeah, relevant. I just started watching. Yep, yep, that's what this hat this shirt's from. I just got it.
3: Oh, nice. How many wire well, shirts do you have? now? So don't
2: ruin it for us. I have quite a few. What what was your question?
3: Oh I said I said I'm on episode three, so don't well, you know don't tell me what happened
2: nothing. Oh, I won't, and I couldn't. And it's uh I'm I'm excited for you to go on this journey. Don't don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, see, a lot of people don't like season two, but.
3: Oh, there's I, multiple seasons? I didn't even know this. How many seasons are there? Five seasons. There's five? Yes. Season oh, damn. Th- yeah,
2: season two is great. It's it's an amazing show. It's the best. Okay. Got my, it. I didn't know what my, I got
3: myself into. Five seasons, that's a lot, a lot of TV watching.
2: Bubbles is one of my, uh, probably one of my favorite characters. Um,
3: Bubbles is like the drug addict that puts the hats on people.
2: Yes. He's a, got it. Yeah, and an informant as well. I mean, his his story is, is very wild throughout.
0: Uh, someone reminded me in the Facebook chat. Uh, JD did offer to start taking Austrian <laughs> last week.
2: JD, JD, later. JD. Well, I'm sure, one. I'm sure that he actually would do that.
0: Uh, he was very serious.
2: I. Yep. I'm. <laughs> I have no doubt that he's serious. <laughs> Two. JD is apparently. Well, you can tell by looking at him. He's strong, but apparently he is very, very strong. So he went to jujitsu and did like a no gi practice, and I forget. Someone said is like that's like the strongest kid they've ever wrestled, huh. ever gone against. That's so funny. I mean, he's got that uh, that Iowa, that Iowa power. Yeah. So we could get him on Austrian, but I think uh, I I can't advise that. I don't, and I don't think it's necessary. But I'm sure it would help.
0: Just just to see what happens. You know, it's like uh, just see what The guy
2: started taking it just to see what would happen. So should we do a film about his Austrian usage?
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
2: all, right. all right, see what happens. <laughs> what if he start JD's really uh, nice. what if he started like getting absolutely <laughs> it's not an like steroids, is it? I think it is
0: supposedly it's safer
2: safe steroids, wow, yeah it
0: doesn't do as much damage to your body
2: allegedly, but there's also like not any study about it right, either.
0: which is why it is illegal
2: okay, so man, this gonna be a pretty pretty saucy show. Hey, uh, I forgot. I forgot. You know what? I wanted to start
3: the show with Christian that I what? totally blanked on. It's well, okay. you're back. So, first of all, we, we were worried you
2: got fired um, because you I might have told your... everyone that. You might have told everyone I was out.
0: Well, I said you're either on vacation or you got fired because of Metcalf. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we weren't sure, and that we would find out on Tuesday. Well, it actually, both happened. I had to, I had to fight to get my job back. I had to go through an entire HR process. And I said, you have to at least wait till October to do that. That was the deal, and is not October. I know
0: Ben tried to change the date on air to September 9th. He was like, no, yeah, we said September said. 9th. That was
2: what Christian said originally. Yeah, but the but there was never any uh, high stakes around that. That was just a theorized date. Now we know right, it's well, going to be September 23rd.
3: Well, we made up some high stakes now. September 23rd, Christian told me on Twitter, uh, it's coming out. It's coming Your out. Your job's on the line.
2: Yeah, it's going to happen. How sure
3: are you? How sure?
2: Uh, I'm 100% sure. 100
3: Oh, so he's definitely getting fired if it doesn't come out September 23rd.
2: <laughs> no, I still have till October, but it will come out September 23rd. I love that this okay. this. is this, the stakes are so high, and I literally have no control over this, other than nice. just like... If worst comes to worst, I'll just I'll just uh, put a bunch of Metcalf videos together and upload it and call it episode <laughs> one. And just because it's a bad film doesn't mean it's not a film. And I'll just narrate uh, over it.
3: That's funny. That would be good. Yeah. All so, right. September twenty third. That's not too long, guys. That's eight days. That is uh that is two
2: Wednesdays from now. Dang, that is close. mm Hmm. Bracky's got the trailer. Do we want to play it? Yeah, play it. We're not getting we got it? a
0: trailer? You guys, you guys were going to withhold the trailer Dude, from me? Ben, the trailer's Tra- been out. The trailer's
2: been out. We dropped it in like July.
0: Yeah. What? The trailer's been out. It's just, it's been a while since people have probably seen it. Yeah. I
2: don't remember this. Let's we're run gonna... it back. All right, run it back. Out of the gate. He was awesome. He was awesome. He just, he had a high level mentality and not a
1: lot rattled him. He's very, he's very crafty. He wrestles a hard pace and he's going to be in your face and he's got that tank. Brett Metcalf has done it.
3: He was mean. He'd punish you in every way possible. He built a brand in 2010.
2: It was the Brett Metcalf brand. He was tough.
1: Maybe you can help me out. You got any black label boards? Nice meet you. My name is Brett Metcalf, by the way. You know, I was the type of kid where if I had a passion for it, like, I just kind of obsessed with it. I see a strawberry, guys. And a double.
4: One,
1: two, three. It's so hard to remember what moment hooked me in sport wrestling. I think that the mano imano, and that I have control of my destiny. Win or lose, I can always point at me.
2: I'll tell you, both Metcalfs, Chase and his younger brother, are both tremendous wrestlers. They talk about him maybe even being better than Chase down the line.
1: Got a phone call, 7, whatever it was, in the morning from my dad.
2: Tom called. I'm getting you the facts as quick as possible so you can intercept Brent.
1: It wasn't like I was surprised. It wasn't like, ah, how could this happen, you know?
2: There were demons there. Brent was able to,
1: you know, be a rock for his family. Now, is it going to crush me? I can't let it crush me. And that man, Brent Metcalf, a three-time All-American. I've beat the best guys in the world, but it's not all about winning. I do a lot of camps and things, and kids are like, hey, you're a world what, this, and that. I'm like, I'm not going anything, man. The guy who wrestled today wasn't really the guy who I am. Wow! Oh, uh, that's too bad. And wrestle, whistle, whistle. Period. It is what it is, but there's no respect once you do that, you know. When this thing was going down, we're
2: like, are they seriously going to do this? And then the whole thing at the end of the match—dirty politics.
1: From Virginia Tech on, I was Tom Brands' guy. I was a Hawkeye for life.
4: You wrong, Tom! Keep it down! Keep it flat!
1: When someone looks back at my career, I don't want to be the bad guy. You're not trying to scare people, but you're trying to reinforce the things that they already believe. I went in there with the purpose to go and separate myself from everybody. Because like, I send a message to the world the Metcalf's here.
2: Boom. Nice. September 23rd. I forget. I forget who told me allegedly, who told me this. But like, (laughs) you know, during that run at at Iowa and won three in a row, and you know, Brent was was the man. Someone said, you know, obviously Iowa is just notorious for, you know, really they go hard. Their practices are really difficult. You know, even going back to Gable days, talk about guys, different guys breaking along the way. You know, some you know Olympic champions, World champions, NCAA champions. Everyone kind of has that. And I forget who it was, Dad on it. But they said Brent was the one guy they never saw break. Like didn't happen. Damn. Never. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um that that trailer I feel like kind
3: of went there's a lot of different angles all in all in the one trailer. And I almost don't like it kinda don't know which way to feel about it because, you know, there's the his brother angle, there's the Iowa angle, and then he's at Iowa State, and then they talk about, you know, kind of becoming short at worlds a little bit. So there's like Within that one trailer, there's so many different things, so I'm kind of curious. And the Virginia Tech
2: of... dynamic, too.
3: Yeah, and that that also. So it's kind of and the Caldwell shove. It's just and the call.
2: Ah, there's so many
3: storylines all within the same freaking trailer, right?
2: Yeah, he's he's packed a lot of life in his. <laughs> Seriously, years. yeah.
3: I mean, that was a lot of storylines right there, like all within one trailer. So I'm very curious. Now I want to see the thing and the movie. and I want to see what uh, what path it follows or. You know, kind of how it's, it weaves it all together.
0: It's going to be an episode thing too, yeah. right? Like,
3: I think there's two episodes. Okay. So, all right. Well, I am I'm excited. I mean, that's uh that was probably, he was the biggest personality of a generation, I would say. Yes. Right, the one right after me,
2: for sure. For sure he was, for sure he was. Mm-hmm. In the,
0: yeah. in the Dan Dennis flow film, I think it is, He's talking about, like, going back to what CP was talking about, Metcalf in practice, he talks about how he wanted to go hard not because he was scared of the coaches. He was scared of Metcalf. He was uh-huh. like, Brent would just kick dudes out of practice. <laughs> like, he, like uh-huh. if you were working hard, he, you were gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, dude.
3: That, I mean, that's what you want, though, as a, as a coach. That's, like, you can't get better leadership than that. Like, it just has a different effect coming from an athlete than it does from the coach. If you can have the – the, the athlete that acts like the coach, that there's nothing better for your program.
2: You know, and I'm i re-watching The Last Dance, and that was – Jordan did yeah. a lot of that stuff. Like he was – the his teammates were intimidated by him. He mm-hmm. – the one – I think it was Bill Cartwright was like, I never saw any emotions from him other than anger and frustration. And then – because this was after he won his first championship when he was really emotional and crying with his dad. And he's like, I have mm. never, I just said, never saw that side of him because all he showed us was anger and intensity and like, um, so that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting, and that's definitely something that helped the Bulls, and I'm sure it helped Iowa. Because listen to how Dan absolutely. Dennis talks about it.
3: Yeah. Do you ever I do mean, that? that, that do you ever like say hey? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like I was. Uh, I don't want to praise myself too much, but I feel he like did a good job leading Missouri, and I feel like um you know smith let me have the not not have the reins but right he it was like another coach in the room he did let me teach some scrambling when i was my senior year and everyone was kind of figuring out that it was clicking in the preseason he let me have one or two days a week where we just kind of went over stuff um and but yeah i mean I, it ain't in any organization that really has success the that the leadership within the athletic group and the leadership within the coaching staff sees very eye-to-eye, and it's a very symbiotic relationship where they get along and they're pushing in the same direction. Obviously, if it's opposite, right? If the, the, the leadership within the athletes and the leadership within the coaching, if they're antagonistic, that's going to be really negative for the program. And it's going to be a tough place because you know within, that, uh, within the team, there's going to be a lot of guys who feel kind of drawn to both sides, and it's going to be tough for them. Um, Agreed. So, I mean, right at, at Buffalo Gap, Christian, you probably had at least a couple of years where there was one senior who was just awesome. Like he's like, Christian, what do I need? How do I help? And did those type of things for you, for and sure. it probably made your job so much easier.
2: Yeah, I mean, the these these kids, they ended up you know knowing more and being better than me, so that I would lean on them for instruction on on certain areas and um, definitely for for leadership. Yeah, absolutely. There there are guys like that. And having that is – it's super important to not be the – there's something about having different voices and not just have the same voice giving the same message time and time again. It's like no matter how effective or true the words are, it's just something about it coming from a different thing, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay, I can't believe how much Buffalo Gap wrestling talk there is on this show. i love. <laughs> oh, I freaking yeah, baby. I, freaking love it. I think cuz we end up talking about coaching a lot um yeah, we both yeah. coach coach dynasties. I think uh it just comes up organically. So, out.
3: what what do you think about let's so let's stay at let's stay at um 65 kg. Uh I watched this Pico interview you guys put up. Uh, it was very interesting. Obviously that was right that was Metcast bracket in 2016. Mm -hmm. where Pico made the finals against Molinaro. Metcalf was the number one seed he lost earlier in the tournament. Um, And, you know, I enjoyed most of Pico interview, and I think he's very mature for being as young as he is. I mean, let's remember he's still, I think he's either 22 or 23. He's he's not old. Um, And he's not a kid either. But I I enjoyed most of it. The one thing I really didn't enjoy, or where I would have really pushed back hard if I was interviewing him, and I, I would have I made him define what he meant because what he said I didn't like was that the better man didn't win in 2016, that it was... Yeah. Four, and, he, and he kept making this, I don't want to say excuse, but that there wasn't overtime. But, and, and my pushback would have been, yeah, but Aaron, it's not like there was a rule that just changed. And right, because in my career, say in 2005, there was, I, I can't remember, if it was four, five, or five, six, one or two years, right? It was like normal rules, right? Two, three minute periods. And then all of a sudden, it changes to two, three minute periods. So someone who's was wrestling at that time period would say, "Well, just last year I was wrestling on the rule set, but Pico had the same rule set since I want to say twenty twenty either twenty eleven or twenty twelve was the same rule set all the way twenty through twenty sixteen. You know, re- relatively close with no huge discrepancies, at least the ending right where the the tie goes to the criteria." Yeah. And he, you know, said, "Well, it's four four. It should have went to overtime." Well, no, that, that's you know, I don't like that either. But that's what the rules are, and you knew the rules going into the competition.
2: Yeah, I, it actually really surprised me when when I got to that yeah. part. I was like, "Whoa!" He said, "I'm I was the better guy. I'm the better guy. I should have went." And you know, kind of based on what is is my question, because at that point you're one match apiece and you're tied. And and on on the other hand, it's like. Obviously Aaron is going to think well maybe not obviously but I could I can see a lot of competitors just thinking they were the better guy on things they they lost but that those thoughts I think what I'll say is those thoughts coming out are what's surprising not that a guy at his caliber would think it just that he I think a lot of guys they a lot of competitors in wrestling especially pass everything through a filter a, a, a coach speak filter right where they say, you know, I wasn't good enough, that I didn't do enough. I'm a. i am just think he actually stepped up and gave actual candid thoughts about what he believed. Whether he should believe it or not are, are two separate things. Yeah. But at least it's not a guy that says the same thing. That I mean, you know. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. But, I mean, but just,
3: most of it, Christian. Most of it, he had a lot of self awareness. You know, for example, in the in the same segment, he was saying. Well, you know, Valentin Kalika told me to practice for headlock defense and I ignored him. I didn't do it. I was stubborn. And that was why I lost. Like, there's a guy who has self-awareness who's taking responsibility for the reasons why he lost the match. But then, you know, in the same segment, he's saying, well, but I was, you know, the better man didn't win. And it's like, you know, I mean, I I have losses in the last year. And it's like, well, listen, do I think I would win if I get to replay those a bunch of yeah, of course I do, right? But guess what? That ain't that ain't reality. I don't get to replay it. It happened, it's over, it's done, and I've freaking lost. Yeah. And that's just what happened. That's the rule set. We agreed to rule set. We you know, I knew what the rules are. It's not like we went into the match and then all of a sudden you changed the rules or there was one of these, you know, Kerry McCoy situations where he wins the match and then later they pull him back and they're like, yeah. Nah, actually actually you didn't win. Right? It wasn't like that
2: happened. No, no, not at all. So I, I, I will say that's surprising. But those two went back and forth, I believe, throughout their their career. I think they split at the feral in twenty fifteen, and then yeah, um, obviously there at the, at the trials it was a cl- very close two out of three between Pico and Molinero. But yeah, it, it well it yeah. Uh, yeah, well the other thing is Molinero wasn't Molinero
3: before that day. <clears throat> I mean Molinero was, and this is what people I. I He wasn't the same guy prior to that that he was after that. Something happened that day. Greg Molinaro was the nine seed going into the 2016 Olympic trials. No one in their right mind picked him to make the team that day. He made the team that day. He wrestled really well representing America after that. And then he really kind of challenged to be on the team for the next handful of years. And that wasn't happening prior to that day. So the Pico before that day and the Pico that day and after are two different people.
2: Yeah, but but my point is... It's not like he smoked Molinero twice previously. He, I, he, he, he beat him, right? Molinaro had beaten yeah. him in 2015, which like oh, sure. late late 2015. So, But for sure, we all know that, that Frank hit hit a new level. But yeah, I mean, yeah. well, one, we could get into a whole criteria thing. I, I've come a whole evolution. You love criteria. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it is good. I've come to accept <laughs> it. I don't love it, but I,
3: I accept it. You uh, have that to accept that it. It creates
2: need. more action that someone is always losing creates more action and think about and think about this because we've seen what happens when things are tight and things are close. And when there's no criteria, they'll let it go to a ball draw, right? They'll play this, this controlled hand fight game. So you almost have to have that thing built in because we saw years of the tactics that were employed. And maybe if that, that group was always fighting for points, it wouldn't have made that change. But now, if you're thinking from a fan perspective, I do think, on the one hand, it, I'm a diehard, right? I love this. I think about wrestling all the time, and I can quickly... I know the criteria kind of always, like, just because you know the criteria.
1: But yeah, for, a new, yeah. for
2: a new fan, it is it is a huge... I think it's a huge hurdle, right? Because it's... Yeah. Um, that That is something that is going to be a barrier, but I think for me, it's... Um, I've so, come around. So to it. I, I think say... I, I wrote an article. One of my first articles at Flow when I got here was about criteria. <laughs> how stupid, stupid it was, I, and I had, I think, Coach Slay and Kale, uh, I they they because uh, I think Kale was cr- was critical of criteria. So I think I emailed him. And he sent me some answers back. Um, oh, maybe I can find it. But I, so I've definitely become uh the the full evolution now but yeah I'm team criteria but yeah Pico you know the rules yeah not like no one snuck it by you yeah so I I would say as a
3: competitor I definitely was more anti rule right anti-tiebreaker as a fan, I get it because there's a fine We know right at the end of that six minutes, we know who's going to win and we know who's going to lose. And there, there's nothing else to it, which, you know, that adds some urgency. It adds a sense of finality to it. And that, that's a positive for sure. Um, but a, as a competitor, I did not like it because it was like, you know, if I and, and, you know, where I didn't like it even more was in the two-minute periods because it's such a short segment of wrestling That it's like, you know, how much, how many things can actually happen within two minutes? And um, yeah, and the answer is not that many, right? So you're going to end up with a lot of ties as opposed to a six minute time window, right? There's a lot more things that could happen. So it's probably less likely to happen. Um, So yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm coming around, especially as a fan, uh, because I don't compete all that frequently anymore, if if at all. And uh, but as a competitor, did not like it at all.
2: Yeah, I'm sure not. Okay, so in – when was this? Um, Sometime yesterday, Jordan Burroughs posted a video of him doing some different kind of training um, on Instagram 23 hours ago, in fact. Mm -hmm. We're going to play that video real quick. Go ahead, uh, Tyler, whenever you're ready. So well, um initial thoughts. One, Jordan looks to be in pretty freaking good shape right now. Yep. But has he ever has he has he ever in his life looked to not be in good shape though? Very good question. The answer is no. I've never <laughs> seen a time where I'm like, man, Jordan looks really strong and in great shape right now. So that's a good point. Um But so you I, I didn't see I saw this stuff out of order, right? So after that was posted yes. Kyle Dake goes to Twitter and simply tweets uh, a simple LOL. So I saw that first. And I was like, what is this in reference to? And then I go back and I'm I can't help but feel like it's related to that video and it's maybe similarities to functional patterns. And I start reading about this WEC method, which is the
3: Well that's I just Googled this.
2: So it's, it describes itself as innovative functional strength training, right? So functional yeah. strength training, functional patterns, and I I don't know if if Dake is loling because he thinks it's not good functional patterns training. Well, or we we don't
3: actually know that, that. We don't actually
2: know. Don't. That the lol is in because
3: you know Dake, Kyle Dake could have made this a lot more clear, Christian, by just posting it on Instagram.
2: I don't think right. He wanted, I mean, the I, video
3: was posted on Instagram, and the tweet was made on Twitter, which leads a lot of
2: confusion here. I'm not listen. I'm not saying that's what he meant, but I'm not confused at all about this. It is in. It is somehow related to in reference to this. I I am. Me, he, he could confirm. It, it. I think
0: there, there's just I don't see any other reason for him to tweet this. He put it on Twitter because that's where he wanted people to see it. I think that's
3: where he kind of. Well, Why didn't Burroughs also post this to Twitter? Because you can use the same content twice. Burroughs should. You can, but then we really know. Well, no.
2: Is Dig kind of like the Dave's on Instagram? Yeah, the the social media influencer kind of code is like you you don't do a lot of overlapping your same post because then there's like really no point to follow. Why not?
3: That's stupid. I don't know. Yes, you do. You use. I mean, listen. I, if you want to consider me an influencer, you use that you use the same content as much as possible because then that means you do less work.
2: I don't know, Ben. I'm not sure if you're, you don't if know? you're a good source.
3: <laughs> I you know what my you know what mine is that, that it, it does it does great for me. People get so mad at me, but it does really well. The metrics show this, Christian. I take a screenshot of my tweet and then I just put it on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. And it does great. People are like, you're so lazy, why don't you do a new? Uh, I don't need to do a new post, bro. I'm just gonna screenshot this, I'm gonna slide that shit over, and <laughs> we're golden. Like, it's so simple. So why didn't Jordan, Jordan, listen, Jordan should go ahead and post this on Twitter also, and then we would have a, a real answer it's just, it's
0: just what people do with these videos now, is yeah, they, they, on, they, they perform better for the most part on Instagram too. And that's where people yeah. are seeing a lot more content like this. So you're
2: getting hung up on the wrong Definitely. things.
3: Well, I always want to know. Listen, listen. I don't want to make a thing out of nothing. That's what I don't want to do, right? So, um, you know, at this point, we uh it's, it's very up in the air.
0: I mean, to I be mean, fair, Kyle Dick know, made a thing out of nothing a great when he tweeted "lol."
2: Yeah, you you don't. But tweet, maybe he just... was like talking to his friend or <laughs> Ben, stop. Ben, I, this, <laughs> Ben is Mr. This is annoying me now, Ben. Ben is Mr. Come on, bro. You know what it was this. You know what it was that. And now here, he's just like remarkably cynical, remarkably like okay, kind of I'm, naive. I'm I'm, Kyle listen, to, I'm, I'm the I'm naive gonna text one, him Ben. And ask him, I'm going to do some real
3: investigative reporting.
2: I and I'm asking, to ask
3: him What, what, what did he say?
2: He hit me back. <laughs> What a dick!
3: I'm gonna text well,
2: him no. It was only, it's, no. To be fair, it was like not even an hour ago. So okay,
3: huh. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna text him. <laughs> yeah, I helped. I helped him with some Bitcoin stuff a little while back. So um, you know, he owes me. He owes me one response at least.
2: Okay. So um, yeah. wow, Ty- Tyler found um, Tyler found uh, my it- uh, my criteria. Uh, article that's funny, but the title: "Let Common Sense Prevail, Eliminate Criteria, Implement OT." Wow! Oh my
3: God! Wow, wow! You're a flip flopper. You're a flip flopper. You
2: are canceled. I'm canceled. I'm done now. <laughs> um. So, one, I think this is this stuff is interesting for a number of levels because this is clearly Jordan training differently than we've seen him before. You know, I, I remember watching workout. He's doing pull ups with chains, and he's doing you know squats and, and various, you know, what we would consider probably conventional workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this a, a new kind of chapter in his training? Is it him kind of almost like exploring new avenues? Is he starting to think a, a, a little bit differently about how he trades? Did somehow Kyle Dake incept something into his brain? Well, that's what I was going to say
0: is, I mean, Dake came on the show and was like, keep training the way you are, man. And like – was almost like he basically like... <laughs> dared
2: him to change how he trains, right? But my thing is like Jordan Burroughs one, he's what 7 and 1 uh, against Kyle? Yeah. I, don't, I Yeah. I don't I don't think he is making decisions based on those recommendations. I think he's no. like he'll no, he'll train away until he feels like that is not the most effective way and then try other things. But it is interesting the um very interesting. The reminiscence and nothing else, Ben. Okay, forget the LOL. Since Ben just doesn't want to be presumptuous, we need to have we need to have the facts to know for sure why he randomly tweeted <laughs> LOL several hours after Jordan Burroughs posted a functional patterns workout video. We're not going to connect those dots yet. Let's not even worry about that. But it is interesting that he is doing something that is similar to functional patterns right a, a workout that yes. seems to resemble yes. something that dake is so known for right
3: yes but you know the problem when I, I i tried to read up uh on functional patterns i was very i was genuinely curious after we, you know, we had him on the show um whenever that was i don't know, april uh somewhere around there and dude it's hard to find real information on the functional patterns like I wonder, like, what is this? Like, what do I do? How do I train this? And it was like, it was very challenging. I watched a lot of podcasts uh, by his guy. Uh, What was that damn guy's name? I don't recall. And Naughty, yes, him. And it was hard to find actual, like, information on which exercises you do. I think people, like, try to keep it a secret or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. There's, I guess, reasons for that, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of money to be made in the – fitness training industry yes. and if everything is Correct. out there then you can't make money on it right so i think that's yes. that's part of it i'm sure there's somewhere there's a there's a paywall you could hit ben and you could probably unlock the secret i
3: think you, i think you have to go do the course actually i think is what you probably have to do
2: yeah maybe you do that maybe that will be a part of your
3: hip recovery would you consider it uh i mean i can't do any i'm, I'm gonna ride the bike a little bit and that's kind of like all i could do for quite a while here I, there's like no uh they want you to do no real i think it's nothing over 50 pounds for the first year i mean obviously if you were seated or something you could but not standing up pretty crazy
2: that is crazy
3: yeah i mean that would be no wrestling right so i'm wrestling with my own size and i pick them up that would be more than 50 pounds so we'll see
2: how much did you uh, <laughs> augment adjust your training as you got older um throw out I mean, the injury my, I had the part because obviously that yeah changed.
3: well yeah i had the same strength and conditioning coach for since 2011. i really like him got along with him um i definitely as the, as the as the end came near i would definitely like no heavy shit like dude that wrecks it hurt it makes me hurt you know so no no heavy stuff at all so that was definitely like the last couple of years. Now though, <laughs> my back pain is kind of gone. So I did my hip surgeries. Now I'm like wondering if if the, if the all the pain was more in relation to that than it was into me just getting older. Um, so now I don't really know and I probably won't know for a while. Uh, but I definitely, at, at the end, it was like really limited with the heavy, heavy stuff that I would have done earlier in my life.
2: Okay. All right. Any, yeah. any other thoughts on um, Jordan Burroughs? new training maybe it's new training maybe it's just a one workout we don't really know but it was interesting
3: yeah I don't think it's a one workout thing because I don't see I don't foresee Jordan Burroughs using his social media to push the weck method unless it's something he's yeah. doing on a very regular basis that would seem far I mean maybe like you know a little clip of him doing a workout but not like this is obviously a professionally produced it's got the JB in the beginning and then it's got the weck method at the end like I feel like there's probably some type of partnership going on there. I, I agree. You know, it would be
2: funny if if Jordan just went all in on uh, uh, on the on the uh, on functional patterns and just like kept talking about how much it changed him, how much better he is <laughs> now. He's like, Man, I am wrestling better than I ever have. I feel better than I ever have <laughs> But like, oh, if you're Kyle Dakin, like, oh crap, uh, this guy's beaten me seven times and now he's He's doing my thing. Uh, I, maybe I shouldn't have been so um, brazen. But anyway,
3: well, Kyle Dake would say it's not the it's not the right functional patterns. I'm sure that's what Kyle would say. Almost <laughs> guarantee it. Oh. oh wow! But those Ray- the, this little ball thingy. Um, I don't know if Tyler can show a picture of this. This uh, the RMT club looks really similar to some of the stuff that Dake uses.
2: Yeah, he's always swinging you- random. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't understand it. What are um, the things they're called? What are they called?
0: Kettlebells?
3: I, no, I kettlebells no, they're not kettlebells. No,
2: it's not a kettlebell. Like hammers, but not hammers. Yeah, it's like a club looking thing. Like a cl- oh. yeah. Anywho. Hey, breaking news from um Oh. Coach Kevin Dresser. Just an FYI. The Metcalfs are scheduled to have their fourth child and first daughter on September twenty third. What are the odds? Boom Wow. Perfect. See? I had a plan all along, guys. You guys were not trusting me. <laughs> I said, we have to align this with the birth. It's not that easy. But, yeah, how exciting is that? And I also love that I Metcalf children. I did not know had three kids. I didn't either. I thought he had two. And also, I love that they just run around in oversized singlets all day. That is exactly <laughs> how I expected Brent, Ma- Brent Metcalf's children. I also like that they just picked a pepper out of the garden and just, the one uh, child just started eating it. That Savages. Was, that was perfect. They're going to be, you know, those kids are going to be beasts for sure. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay. Where, where to next? There's some other, we talked about the Pico interview a little bit. He talked a lot about, you know, Mike, Mike interviewed Zahid and Pico. Well, we
0: can talk about Zahid.
2: We can talk about Zahid. Well,
0: that, hold on, hold on. With Pico, he
3: might, the other thing he said that was kind of <clears throat> crazy to me, and I'm going to say prove it. Go ahead and prove it before you want to say it. He said he's gotten better at wrestling since he's been off. And listen, okay, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I'm going to say prove it. Uh, Mm -hmm. You were, you know, inches away from, seconds away from making an Olympic team. Um, And now you're alleging that you got better. Prove it. Let's see it. Enter the tournament. Why don't you double dog down? I double, Aaron Pico live on flow wrestling radio live i double dog dare you to enter the 2021 olympic trials so christian do you think there's any chance he'll wrestle i think
2: there's no chance he'll wrestle he didn't say no though i i just don't i mean dude i would love it obviously but i think he had no intentions of doing 2020 right seemingly there's there's no seemingly nothing to indicate he was trying so i don't know what would change okay he just at, won a fight. At,
3: what point, at what point in the interview yesterday did he say I'm not gonna wrestle in 2021?
2: He, yeah, I, I mean but he had also probably never said I'm not gonna wrestle in 2020 either. But he didn't. Right? But
3: did he have it was there I mean there there was an interview. Mike Mal said, like, what did Mike Mal say? Are you gonna wrestle? And I think he said, like, well, I'm not gonna say no, or I would need to have the right training camp, or like he said, "I would need to have the right training camp while he's at the training camp that he wants to be at," which I found to be kind of funny.
2: Also, Well is he gonna go seventy four? He can't. Well, be, that there, was so. That's a, there's no way he could do sixty five day of.
3: Day of, there's no. I, I would think that. I would also agree with you. There's no way.
2: He said it, seventy
3: would be his perfect
2: weight class. I yeah, that probably would be a perfect weight. I feel like he'd be like James Green at sixty five. Like, could maybe physically make the weight, but. Could he recover that quickly? No, I don't think so. It was cool hearing about the the Monster Garage days and just like how hard those dudes were training and how good they were, and just a lot of reverence for for Ruben Valencia and the coaching job mm-hmm. he had done. So, man, I, I would love to see him return return to the mat. But you know, Ben, it's like I'm sure you probably experienced this, maybe or maybe not. I don't know because you were at such a high level, but like. When you're not training to 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 compete, and you're just kind of rolling around the room, you kind of like you get a little bit better. Maybe you're coaching, maybe you're doing stuff, and you find yourself like maybe you're not competition ready as good, but you're finding yourself like making some jumps and stuff like that. Did you, did you ever experience that? Well, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of
3: disillusioned because um, you might feel that right. But yeah. it's like with the, level, the the pinnacle of the level I reach, how many guys in America can actually go with me? And the answer is only a couple, right? So if I'm wrestling anyone that next tier, yeah, my moves are going to work. I'm going to feel good about it. Yeah, I'm going to do well against them, and I'm going to feel good. You know, I'm going to feel good about myself. But the the truth of the matter is like, well, I got better than say six in the United States. So if I was to take six in the United States, like, well, that would be pretty good considering the fact that I'm not training and I'm older. But like that's not the level I was at. So saying I got better would be, uh, you know, that wouldn't be totally true. So did, did has some of my technique changed, and have I maybe improved at a few things? Sure, but could I compete at the level I previously could? And I think the answer to that is no. And I think once elite wrestlers get out of elite wrestling environments, they kind of almost forget how good they were, and they forget also then how good their competition is and what it would take to reach that level.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Who is Aaron Pico not absolutely destroying that he's wrestling against right now. I mean, he's probably
3: Yeah, I mean Jackson Wink. What world class guys are there? Nobody.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well that was cool. And then Zahid um kind of discussed um you know, his suspension and everything he was he was going through with his failed drug test, et cetera, et cetera. What what were your initial thoughts from the heat on, on that portion of the interview Ben. Uh,
3: I didn't feel like we, I didn't feel like he went real deep. I, I you know, he, he's young. I think he probably matured in his interviewing skills, but I feel like it was just a really like glance over it type of thing. Um, and maybe not like going really deep into it. And then I, you know, I also feel like there was not a lot of, um, I don't want it remorse. It was more like "Oh shit I got caught type of thing. Um, as opposed to like, yeah, I was doing some things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. Right. I learned my lesson and he kind of said that, but I didn't really, I didn't feel it.
2: Okay. Um, I I disagree. I did. You disagree?
0: Yeah. Felt it. I did. Uh, I thought he would, I mean, he didn't go into depth about what it was and, like what exactly happened to lead the drug test. But he pretty openly said, like, I thought I could do all of these things and still be the best guy in the country and one of the best guys in the world. And he's like, and I was, he's like, but you can't do those things and and pass the drug test and probably perform, I mean, he could probably be better then he was even as good as he was without doing that stuff. And then I thought yes. it was pretty uh interesting to hear him say that he would just like go on runs when he got pissed off. Um, almost like punishing himself, uh, when he would just sit there and start thinking about it. He would just go work out, um, as much as he could. And I, I don't know, I thought I, I thought he came across as pretty genuine about uh changing how he's living his life and uh, he's engaged to be married, and he t- and uh, in the full interview, he talks about uh, Mark Perry getting there to Arizona and how how he likes working with him. So I, I don't know, I,
2: I, I believed him. Yeah, I mean, I, he probably doesn't have a ton of experience talking about something like this. He's probably highly yeah. em- highly embarrassed um, that it happened, right? So it's going to be, you know, and and he also knows, hey, people are going to listen to this. So I'm sure he's, you want to do a. He, I feel like he owned it. There wasn't any, like, um, diffusion of responsibility elsewhere. It was like, yeah, thought I could do this. It's not good. It shouldn't have done it kind of thing. Yeah. So I appreciated that. I wasn't sure if he would be willing to talk about it at this point. So I applaud him for, for discussing it. And, you know, maybe as time goes on, he'll talk a little more in depth of, about it. Like, I, I I would be curious to know, when did this kind of start? When did you start – kind of having this more um, wild lifestyle that you were doing and How did it, did it start strong and you just maintain it or start with a little thing here and a little thing there and then all of a sudden you're, you're making some really reckless life choices. I'd be curious to know about that. And, um, you know, the, also as someone for him trying to change his lifestyle, what kind of was it that easy just be like oh i got caught i'll just stop doing that now because typically that's yeah and how the it fact works. that
3: he brought hold on and the other one that yeah he brought up his well i got engaged well i mean you didn't meet a girl in two months and get engaged so it's like well you probably were dating her prior to you getting popped for whatever you got popped for and so like you were probably living that wild, wild lifestyle while you were dating her so does does you just because just you got engaged means everything's changed like
0: uh, I don't that think that's what he like, meant I think I think what he what meant was I think what he meant was he's like obviously he was dating her before uh all this stuff happened and, and while he was doing this stuff but I think what he meant was like I got engaged and I want to have I want to have just like a normal life with with my wife, future wife and I just want to have everything buttoned up and uh and and live a clean right life I didn't think him just saying he was engaged like fixed everything.
2: Yeah, I think there's a level of stability there yeah. that I think he sees in that, and something to aspire to. And there is something, you know, when you're on your own versus when you have a, a family and someone else that's going to be depending on you. There's, it, it'll adjust your choices. I, I'm I'm not I'm not caping up for Zahid. like he's this completely. I'm just taking his words for for what they are, right? And saying, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. seem contrite to me and I'm hopeful that that that's the that's the end of it right but I don't think it's as simple as just flipping a switch and being like okay I I don't do drugs anymore right I don't think it's that simple yeah I don't think it's that simple um but yeah so we'll see I mean maybe listen
3: maybe I've read things wrong before maybe I read it wrong maybe he is sincere maybe he's changed um I don't spend time with him on a regular basis so it'll be hard for me to know for sure um obviously unless he feels on a drug test I won't really know but that was just a feeling I got.
2: Yeah. Um obviously we're rooting for him to stay on the path and and reach his full wrestling potential cuz he's you know. Okay. Zaheed Zaheed Z- Z- versus Bo Nickel, who wins? Man.
0: I'm taking Zaheed. <sighs> what? Really? You think that's crazy? I don't think that's I don't crazy think that's dude. crazy. I don't think he's lost to him ever.
2: He's ridiculous.
3: Um, but, When was the last time they wrestled, though? It's got to have been a 20, relatively long 2016. time 2016.
0: It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he's still wow. beating everybody not named uh, Kyle Daig. You mean,
3: oh, that was David Taylor because he's obviously going up to 86 kilograms. I'm talking about sure. everyone he's wrestled. Yeah.
2: Him and Ringer sure. went back and forth. I mean, you look at that match. I, th- I think it's a t- I think it's a tough matchup for for Bo Nickel. There's a type of wrestler that is a little more tough for him to wrestle. The guys that can wrestle from outside, from space, that don't need to be in the ties. Guys with yeah. speed, mm-hmm. Jaden, uh, a lefty single guys, right? Like Zaheed, lefty single, yeah. Jaden, lefty single. Um, I, there's there's a, there's a template there. And while Bo reached the highest heights of college wrestling and won the won the hot trophy, he got better. Zaheed was not a fully formed Zahid Valencia in 2016. That was his redshirt year, right? And then he got so much better beyond that. So Mm -hmm. they both have continued to improve. I think on the one hand, Bo has a size advantage and is insanely dynamic and has gotten, has really improved. He's a U23 world champion, right? Um, But I just think this one comes down to the matchup and, and preparation, and I think it's a coin flip match. I would probably lean Bo slightly, but if he came out and just, like, couldn't – if Bo couldn't get his hands on him and, and Zahid was just disappearing on singles and, and powerful double legs, that wouldn't surprise And I think Zahid will, despite being smaller, I think he's going to have that pop uh, still at 86, hmm. right? I think he's still going to be a powerful person now. Is he going to – run bo nickel over probably not but he's he's fantastic right yeah um so that that's my read on it i don't i don't know and then th- this kind of segues to ringer nickel which is this weekend as well how we see that one going i think we talked about this two weeks ago when it got announced but i, I think... wasn't here you talked oh, about but it was, you uh... oh yeah you weren't there uh, <clears throat> Yeah, you talked about it with uh P. Sonnen. sonon. P. um <laughs> Which he is he is he is out of control. Handful. Yeah, he's a handful. He he yelled at me four times for not talking about his WUG event when we talked about it five times that show. He kept saying I wouldn't talk about it after we talked about it for a while. One of his little minds. Did games. we ever
3: talk me and you never talked about the Wug event, Christian, because I was gone oh, for yeah. a week and then you were gone for a week. Uh what was your overall take on it? I, I don't. I, I definitely missed the Tuesday show because I was on so many drugs. Uh, because I got they put me to sleep, you know, and I they cut my hip off and sh- and stuff. So um, I think that was when you talked about it. I don't really even remember what you said. What what did you say about it?
2: Oh, what did we say? Well, that the Greco match was definitely not real. It was we that <laughs> that was definitely not a real match. He
0: did a good job of playing that off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what I was. What was he saying?
0: You were like, how- I just can't believe that somebody would throw a improviser like that. Like that's not doesn't seem very real. And he's like, Yeah, it surprised me too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think I said to him <laughs> that the match wasn't real. Um, but you know, uh, no. What, what were my thoughts? I didn't like the cage personally. Um, mm-hmm. I th- I've I enjoyed the event. I thought it was really fun to watch. I think Chael. I, I found myself like, how much am I enjoying this? Because I just I'm listening to Chael and he's really truly entertaining me from start to finish, one man show. That's not that easy to do. Um, but two is it like it's just so I'm just so wrestling deprived, right? I'll watch yeah, I'll watch anything. Um, yeah, I think what the um, best match. What is. did I you Colin think about?
3: Really uh, yeah, Burt You told me uh, Burr didn't have a chance against McKenna. I remember I, we talked about the betting lines and you kind of scoffed at me. What do you say for yourself?
2: I say, "Listen, this is another one of those JV matches. I don't think I said he didn't have a chance. I th- I probably said that I thought McKenna was a favorite. Um, I think he said by a really long ways. Yeah, I I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember. I remember Tyler. McKenna- I
3: I should have Tyler. Like what I'm going to pick, try to pick on Christian about, and then have Tyler pull up the old clips and you know so we can see if I'm if I remember correctly well, from way off.
2: Yeah." Uh, it would, I think, it would hurt because I think a lot. You take you take the second cousins of what I said and say that these are these are these were my words, but they're really just mm. approximations. But yeah, I, I did think McKenna's freestyle experience would um, win out, and you know, I thought he would get that gut wrench on the on the edge, but the edge is not like the edge in freestyle. The edge is a cage, and you can't. There's a cage. You can't gut people. I thought Burger did look really good. Um, yeah
3: but and the other thing was burger has been and it is why that the size discrepancy burger has been wrestling up um at 74 and mckinnon had been out at 65 and that's a fairly large gap
2: yeah no it's it it was i think it it played a role in it for sure because mckinnon was able to get in somewhat later uh, later on but had a harder time getting through um Okay, where, where was I going with this? Oh, I was going to talk about Ringer Bow briefly, and just that I think okay. Bow matches up tremendously. I think Bow matches up great against Ringer. I think Ringer doesn't bring to the table the things that have typically made life harder for Bow, right? Um, he's gonna have yeah. his gonna be able to tie up with him. I think Bow's, I think size probably slightly edge Bow. I think diversity of offense edge. Bo I think strength and positioning, you favor Ringer. Um, but I, I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be tougher for him. Now maybe Ringer just shuts him down and is super solid. Like Jaden for, for how Jaden won that match, he like proved a point that you can just like shut down um Bo Nichols offense, right? And that was one thing he said he wanted to do, like show that, hey, this is the best scorer in yeah. NCAA wrestling. I'm gonna show you he can't score on me. So what y- so one reason you said you said well you kind of
3: mentioned it there allude to it but you is Deeringer loves um underhooks he uses quite a bit of underhooks and bo doesn't really mind people there right where he bo would be in the overhook and that could, that could definitely create some fireworks so that's the position i'm very uh, excited to see how it plays out
2: i, I am too uh, do you i know you basically pick ringer to win everything but do you think he's <laughs> going to win here
3: I think he's gonna have a really tough time winning. You know, he's coming up from seventy nine. Bo's coming down from ninety two. Um, no, I'm I'm you know, I'm curious as to how it's gonna go, but I would say I would lean towards Nickel. And then I think Nickel's call out should be Miles Amin. <laughs> Since the injury didn't get a piece of him.
2: We'd love to see it. Um
3: Are you in for that? Miles Amin took fifth at the worlds.
2: Yeah, I'm in for it. Okay, sweet. Are
0: you serious right now? You are asking us what? if we're in for it? You you poo pooed Miles. And me, yeah, you're the Miles me hater. Yeah, you're the hater. No, I want to see him back it you up. Guys, you know did you guys
2: watch that? You like scoffed at his ranking yes. internationally. Yes, and no, when when he he in the oh, world, I did not scoff. I got one else here to he be higher.
3: Old?
0: You scoffed at the that fact that he was fifth in the world. Let's
3: play is, back the tapes on that one. This is where we need the. This is where we need the Fifth in the world for an embarrassment of how bad that side of the bracket was.
2: He beat – no, he beat good dudes.
3: Who? But I mean – Miles?
2: I mean, he beat Chabana? Pat Downey did
3: not. What? What are you talking about, Ben? He had Pat, a really – Pat Downey did not
2: oh. beat good dudes. Oh, Pat. Miles Amin okay. I mean, did beat some relatively good people. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. I thought you were saying Miles yeah. didn't. I was like – No,
3: correct. Miles beat – he beat some good guys. Chabanao, he beat the Cuban
2: guy, right? Yes. Um, yeah, he, so he, he had some good goal. wins for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, let's we. I really want to talk about this match. Yanni D versus Kinchikishvili. The battle of the ridiculously long and difficult to pronounce names unless you really know wrestling. Um, what were your thoughts when you heard this guy uh, announced, Ben?
3: Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm totally in for it. Um, I knew that uh, the Kinch guy, I knew he was in America, so I knew he was kind of available for matches. What are you guys laughing at me for? Kinch guy. <laughs> I don't know how to say his damn name. I'm not going to fake like I... Kinchy, we told you. Kinchy. Oh, that's what I say. you right. yeah. you said Kinch. Kin- okay. Kinchy. Um, no, it should be a great match. I'm excited for it. I always love watching Yanni wrestle because, um, I mean, probably to, to the dismay of his coaches, he seems to always be in these really close, controversial matches that go down to the wire. So, I know it's going to be entertaining. I'm in for it.
2: Even the Bajrang match was was pretty close. Remember Bajrang was really frustrated with how yeah. that match was officiated. Um <laughs> he was so close to getting teched by Musakayev, too. Um That was awesome. That was awesome. That was all time. That was one of the one, one of the great meltdowns in, in wrestling history. And predictable <laughs> ones as well. Uh yeah, I think man, I think the, those guys complement each other's strengths well. I think in Chikashi's offense, I think I, I'm wondering if he's going to try to work from control ties. He likes to get the wrist and go two on one, but he can really wrestle and attack from everywhere. Kind of similar to Yanni. I'm I'm curious who's going to initiate the action. Is is Yanni going to let it come to him, or is he going to fire off some elbow control leg attacks and and, and go to work? Because they're both really effective from both situations when they're being attacked and when yeah. they when they attack. Um, yeah. I think it's probably going to be a high-scoring match.
3: Yeah, I, I would agree on that. I agree with what you said there. I'm excited for it. So, we, um, we What do you think our,
2: about... I was going to say, we had our betting lines come out with Kinchikishvili a favorite, um, which was my influence. Uh, the, I, I think I was... JD kind of thought Yanni would be the favorite there, but I I kind of think Kanchikishvili should have the edge just based on his... Credentials and Yanni coming off a loss to Joey McKenna. Um, what are your thoughts? You you uh, are often discussing wagers. Um,
3: you know what? I, d- I don't know. Like I'm just gonna say I'm not. I, I don't feel like I have a good enough feeling to say who would be the favorite in this match. I'm gonna trust your your judgment.
2: I, I think it's a slight favorite. I think Kunchi really is is slightly underrated here, um, and <laughs> people act like that because he went he has not been winning worlds and olympics like he was at 57 he's not been trash he won a a world yep. bronze i believe in yes. since since moving up i think at 65 um, so you know it's not like he's not coming home with hardware and Yanni didn't make the team we haven't medaled there since 2006 so it's not like yeah. he's behind someone that elite so i i think it's kanchikishvili a slight favorite but Yanni winning will come that will be a surprise to no one. Who who do you have favorite in the gross match? I, I think I think Cologne is is and should be the favorite. And I think neither guy should shoot. Um <laughs> I <laughs> they watched look at each other? Literally they <laughs> something else because when Seth would shoot and this is in the match I watched, yeah. he got like we, head pinched and chest wrapped. Yep. And then when uh, Cologne would shoot, he would just get out-scrambled. And yeah. the, the difference is probably going to be parterre offense because they're probably both... They're both, they're on both top pretty level. good on top. But Cologne's so much better. Cologne is yeah. really... He's gut-rich. Well, so we talked about this on the
3: last show. They wrestled twice in the 2017 Open. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Um, hey, the other matches this weekend is Beckzod versus Massa. And I know I'm I'm... Not so high on Massa, and I know you guys, he won. He obviously won the Open and beat Makai. Do you think he can stay with Bexod, someone who's had a relatively decent amount of success internationally? What do you think?
2: For sure he can stay with him. Um, yeah? It's,
3: it's, can it's, he beat him?
2: Yeah, he can beat him. I think Massa can beat him. Really? That, ver- that version of Massa can beat Bexod. Now, okay. I don't know if that's necessarily my pick, but man, Massa is really, really good at freestyle. And it, it would not surprise me uh, if he would... <laughs> If he would win that match, but I, I think Penn State is just. I mean, this is going to be a Penn State slaughter. All the Nittany Lion guys. I think I would pick them all to win every single match. Really? Yeah. Which match I, would I, you I pick? Which match know. would you not pick a Penn State guy? Uh, Snyder, Mock, Gilman, Cruz. Yeah. I mean, this, this is like Nolf yeah. McFadden. I, which one of these is going to be other than That's the headline? Snagged.
3: Well, I, I I would think I would lean. Well, I guess yeah, Beckside man yeah I think you're right I mean there's no one this
2: yeah I think you're right yeah I I think Massa Bexod is probably in in the headliner probably the ones most in the margins I had to I had to guess um um hey I
3: love
0: this guy (laughs) this guy in the chat is trolling Bracky and practice getting mad (laughs) he better be joking (laughs) (laughs) this dude (laughs) asked for the Pico interview. He's like, what are you guys talking about? i replied to him directly with the link to the Pico interview. Mm-hmm. And then like hey. 10 minutes later it was like, is seriously no one gonna give me this Pico interview? Hey, so I thought maybe he more. missed it. So I sent it to him again. I was like, come on, man. I replied to you the first time. And then like <laughs> another 10 minutes later, he just said, can uh, no one tell me where I can get this Pico interview that was being discussed earlier?
2: Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> Are you getting trolled? It's probably Andrew Space burner. He's, get, he's getting burner, trolled. Just, just I don't know. With Brandon you. Prentice. Brandon? Hey, if you're trolling bracky keep going, dude. Ask for the link uh, one more time. The other thing I wanted to bring up,
3: this is directly for Kyle Bracky It appears as though Big Ten Wrestling is going to be back. Big football? Ten Football? Sorry. Big Ten Football. What do you yeah. think
0: about that, Kyle bracky? That's It's amazing. It's awesome. I'm glad they're finally coming to their senses. Uh you were stupid in the first place. Uh, they, I mean, the people are literally saying uh, the athletic directors and the, p- and the administrators are like, "Well, what changed?" And they're like, "Things are drastically different they're from where they were." Not. Where Dude, in Wisconsin,
3: Wisconsin has two dorm. Okay, this is this is Wisconsin has two dorms locked down. Like, they're not suppo- the kids are not supposed to leave their rooms. Allegedly, they like deliver food service to them and shit, but they're like in their dorms, like totally locked down. Which I don't even know how that's constitutional. I'd be I'm, I'm out of here, guys. I'm not staying in your dorm. This is ridiculous.
0: I, in their defense, I think they mean more along the lines of testing, like the antigen testing, where it's going to be uh, like the Pac-12 and the Big Big 12 are entering in agreements with these companies for those 15-minute tests that they're going to start implementing daily. So I think they're meaning along the testing uh, mm-hmm. guidelines like that. Okay. But you should have just waited like at, like all the other conferences did. and. Yeah all like Michigan is still reporting like zero cases, Iowa across their entire athletic department the other day released a thing. They had like 20 cases and that was their team. No, no, no. That was like the entire athletic department. They did like 700 tests and they released it like cases with these positive test
3: rates or positive test cases that are going up. It's it's kind of annoying because it's one of those things where if you just test everyone, you're going to get some positives. And so like, I think they tested at University of Madison. I think they tested twenty five thousand people. Oh my so, gracious. well, no, 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 duh. The case amounts are going to go up because if you test that many people, it's just going to happen.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, when would they start? Are they? Uh, did I hear Thanksgiving?
0: Uh potentially earlier. Okay. Potentially late October.
2: But the, here's the thing: they're not going to be able to like align their seasons so that there's like. If they start
0: late coverage. October, they might be able to do it.
2: Oh my gosh. What, what did you have like an
3: eight eight week season or something?
2: Shorter season and then, but well, what I was <laughs> getting to was the playoff. The playoff, the right. college, the, You
0: might move, You the might school. have to move it back a few weeks, but uh, you won't. Ha- now, what they won't have is like the flexibility that like the SEC and the Big Twelve and some of these schools have worked into their schedules, they where if, yeah, if like Virginia, Virginia Tech that was supposed to be this weekend got postponed. So, but there's other open dates. Uh, throughout the
3: Wait, big 10
2: Virginia and Virginia Tech. Yes, they were gonna play in the first week. Yes What that's you know
3: that? a Virginia guy I
2: am that's crazy. They always play at the end Well, they year. had to
0: rearrange schedules so that they could make it work where if One game got postponed they could move it to this week And there's a lot of moving parts of the schedules this year instead of just playing like these rivalry games the last week
2: Dang.
3: Um, yeah because the other the other thing that obviously happened uh, over our break or since we did our last show that's relevant you know iowa university of iowa dropped some athletic programs yeah and cool. university of minnesota just had to do the same they dropped uh t- track and field and maybe men's gymnastics or something i think and it's just a- indoor outdoor track boy.
0: men's tennis men's gymnastics
3: yeah, and so it's just becoming more and more evident that these athletic departments are having trouble in the budget. So, listen, it's not – you. Big Ten, you ain't doing the football season because things are different. You're doing the full season because you realize how broke is a joke you are and you don't want to drop all your programs. How about that?
2: How about that? Catch her, catch me outside, Big Ten.
0: <laughs> leadership. Okay. It uh, also the, does not help the Big Ten leadership that uh, – premier coaches in that conference uh, Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh and James Franklin have been very outspoken about how
2: they do not agree with this. Yeah, that uh, doesn't help at yes. all. So strange it's so strange that you know, the Big 12, the ACC, the SEC, the, all those schools are very you know, they're similar with a similar purpose what how could they reach such drastically different conclusions? Um I guess it's unprecedented times, but Um, it's surprising. And I mean,
0: the other conferences, I mean, they're not going off without hitches. You know, the Big 12 has had games postponed. Now, a few of those were for their opponents who weren't in the Big 12. The ACC, though, has had a few postponed and kids are missing games for contact tracing or or positive tests. But um, those commissioners knew that was going to happen when they went into the season. And um, they were like, we'll just figure it out as we go. And they feel safe enough about their athletes that they can do this, and the athletes want to do it. So,
2: Other things, Super 32, not happening in North Carolina. They're looking to move mm-hmm, yes. it. I don't know where, but they're not going to be in Greensboro. So that will um, – Yeah, that's, that,
3: that's interesting because, um, you know, obviously like the Midwest now is having kind of a little bit of an uptick in cases. It doesn't seem like anyone is – uh t- t- doing all that much about it but there there is a slight uptick um so you know the preseason nationals is gonna be iowa and it would seem like a relatively safe place to move the event but now who knows i don't know yeah maybe wisconsin's pretty safe they should just move it to here yeah but we've had a lot of positive cases by days because they're testing all the college students
2: you're trying to get everything to, to wisconsin well, Austin. I
3: got I got got a bunch of guys coming in this weekend to Wisconsin. They got the club duels in Wisconsin, so yeah, that's nice. Nick Serrano to wrestle for records
2: if there's a season this year. Where'd that? Where'd that happen? That didn't happen. I think it's just true. Just oh, book it. Yeah. Book it. I thought you were literally
3: reading like a news article or something. We we Kyle and I talked about this last week. He's on the roster, good to go, enrolled in classes.
2: Yes, uh, could be very. Very spicy, 133. Um, I don't think other weights are an option for Nick. I think 33 is the goal. Okay.
0: So that means Sammy the Bull, red shirt. Or, or 25. Man, he's big.
3: I think he's too I don't think that.
2: he can make 25. I don't either. They Although, you know what? No. it's a, I don't think so. The problem is he can't, like, uh, other than, like, just doing a simulated match and weigh-in, he's not you can't like go to open see how you feel at 25 it's like there's gonna be like eight duels and big 10 so it's like yes you have to figure it out um want to do a a couple questions before we go we're actually gonna like yeah almost the full length
0: we had had a lot to talk about oh you didn't uh do you want to shed some words on shane van ness
2: (sighs) yeah um oh yeah man i I was thinking about that well one we kind of all figured that's where he was going right um so not a huge surprise there. Two, they are starting to have a really scary nucleus again. Whereas like the last couple years, it's like they're gonna have they have some really good guys. Now it's like they're gonna have multiple years of Bow and um, Brooks, staraki uh, I think Shane Van Ness is is a is gonna be one of those guys where we look back on for a multiple NCAA finals, multiple NCAA champions. I think he's that pedigree of an athlete. I think he's that pedigree of a dude. And I think he's not going to be alone. And I think we're starting to see that next generation of scary Penn State. Kirk Fleet's not going anywhere. Um, Alex Facundo, Robbie Howard. Um, it, it's They have that nucleus again that's going to be scary in a couple of years. And I, I think it's going to be another another run for, for Penn State. I think it's setting up well for them. And when you get the best guys and, and they're good kids, it's going to go well for you. And, you know, they – you you can always say – with every recruit, you can always say, well, they've got to do it, and it's a different thing at high school. But when you're talking about Penn State and their track record, you almost are foolish to not assume success with these guys. And yes. that's the way I look at it. And I think – they're set up for another dominant run in a couple of years, and it may it may not be that way next year, right? But the years after that, and how are they going to balance the lineup? I'm not sure how it's going to work with 49 or 41 with Bow and those, but it is going to work. They're going to have the flexibility to, to do whatever. Yeah.
3: I mean, that that was one of the initial things that I said. It feels like Howard, uh, Howard Bartlett, and Van Ness are all 32, 41s, but. You know, I think someone, said, Kyle said that Van Ness said he wants to go to No way. Van so just, Ness is big.
2: Yeah. I saw okay. him this summer. They, they, they make it work. He's a good big, too. He's not like.
0: Yeah, Nomad did the Schoolist article with him and Rodney at the end of April, and Rodney said, what, well, 49.
2: I could see him getting bigger than that.
0: Well, and that's what, um, apparently Rodney had a big growth spurt around this time when he was, because he was around chain size and ended up being a 167 in college. So
2: Yeah. Hmm. He, he's just got so much. I mean, I think his skill level is really high, but more than anything, I feel like his pace and tank and athleticism are like he could be one of those perfect storm kind of kind of wrestlers. So they're gonna be really good. Yeah. The country has their work cut out for them because yeah. um, they are gonna be really talented. And we see what happens when that happens. Skilled. <laughs> You say tomato. Uh, I say talent. All right. couple questions. A <laughs> couple questions. This is a good... I'm curious about this. Uh, I need to find out. Uh, Joseph Floyd, I don't know about how citizenship stats, but how do you think he stacks up against the field at 65? I'm assuming he means domestically. Mm. I'm curious. Can he represent America? Right? He was able to wrestle at Fargo and, and do that stuff. I feel like He said one of his goals is to do that, is to wrestle for the United States. He obviously can't wrestle for Cuba, right? But is there any sort of a, a transfer process he has to go through?
3: Doesn't it take a while to get citizenship? I mean, you'd have to have citizenship to represent America. And I think that takes, I don't want to say a long time, but it takes some time, right? Or is there a way you can do that without it? Because say like... You know, are the means or uh, those guys? Are they citizens in other countries, or can they just wrestle for them?
2: They are. They do have dual citizenship. I know. Um, I I wonder if echamindia coming here on asylum fast tracks him to citizenship, whereas yeah. if you came from England, right, and there's more of a process, yes. or, or Mexico, even, yes. um, it could be a little. A little quicker. I don't. Know, we could probably easily find that out. I'll try to. Ha- I'll try to have an answer for that tomorrow. Joseph Floyd. Okay. Um. Okay. If date gets ten seconds to turn chale in a gut wrench, do you take the over or under? Ten seconds.
3: Oh, I think. T- I think. I think uh, chale can make it ten seconds. Really? No, remember, He whole thing like is 16. sixteen.
2: He starts with a lock.
3: Oh, he starts with a lock.
2: Yeah, well, that was one of oh, the deals. He "Turns
3: him, they turns him." I think so too. Yeah.
2: But would you turn him? Yes, especially if I get a lock. That's the deal. He says you get you get to start with the lock.
3: Oh, then it's over. It's over. Yeah, this man's never had his ribs
2: squeezed like this. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> crush him like a bug. All right. So next year we got it. We have to do this.
3: I didn't know I actually got the lock. I was like, you know, because for me it was going to be if I got a lock, I was going to turn him. But if you give me the lock, then, yeah, I'm going to turn him. I didn't know if I would be able to – you know, you can hand fight and kind of cheat a little bit in there. Yeah. You know, when he's thick in here, so it might be hard to punch the arm underneath and, you know. But if you gives me the lock, it's over.
2: It's over. All right, chill. you're going over. Sorry, buddy. Um. All right. A couple more questions. All right, can you confirm this, Kyle? Uh, Gas Tank Area really trained at a car dealership over the summer, and you aren't talking about it.
0: <laughs> I saw a clip – about it he uh, <laughs> I, it was on Twitter, I saw a little clip he did some podcasts I don't even, I'm sorry, I don't know which one it was, but he said, uh maybe
2: this Matt awareness podcast because that's who asked this oh question. okay,
0: okay, it might have been then um I think he did say he wherever he was training was in a used an old used car dealership that they just put Matt, Matt's mats down in that's perfect um nice. we didn't talk about the song that he has. Someone oh, wrote a song about what, him. He's literally. What do you mean? Someone wrote a Gas Tank Gary song. Who? Um I don't know this guy. Uh, hang on. He. I mean, he's a. You folk know the hero song now. "Big
2: Iron." The the. Um, who's it by? Uh, Marty Robbins. No, You've heard I it, but anyways, they they wrote a like. Think about like a, how Weird Al would take like a popular song and change the words to it. They did that for a, a Gas Tank Gary. Song. Wow, we'll his, have to get it, it. his
0: dad tweeted, "I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for permission from his dad, and we're gonna play this song in FRL."
2: Okay, yeah, maybe it'll be the new outro song. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, what if? It's uh-uh. fire. Um, okay.
3: John Kozak just said U23 worlds are canceled.
2: Oh yeah, T- our our guy Timmy Hands they are kind of broke that. Um, no U23 worlds, big bummer. I don't know what that means for junior U23 trials or nationals. I know they want to do something, but. I think there's – I don't know if it's a venue issue or the state of Ohio issue or something, but we don't know if that's happening or when it's happening. That's why it's not on the um,
0: – Supposedly the target. fate of senior worlds will be decided later this week. I don't think it bodes well if U23s are canceled. Yeah.
3: No, I don't think so either.
0: And uh, Russia postponed their nationals. their nationals, so I feel like that's
3: right really, on They the wall. just had their junior trials, though.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: Did the junior? They're they're weekend.
2: definitively having juniors. I'm pretty sure. They've kind of said they're mm. they're going to do that. Uh, in Serbia, think? I think is where they they will be. Okay. People want Pico versus Zane again. Um, someone said they want him on a flow card. Has been reached out to Pico to see interested in wrestling on a future card.
3: He. I don't believe. I don't believe he got back to me. I think I messaged him um, on July 25th, and I think he was one of the few people that did not get back to me.
2: Yeah, I would. Uh, obviously, Penn State's Penn State fans really want this match again to, to see you know what Zane could do. Obviously, the matchup was not great for Zane, um, and as Pico beat him six or seven times, but Zane yes. had never, I, you know, it was before Zane ever won a national title, I believe. Yes. So it was. Yep. Definitely. D- different, different level of Zane, right? But still, Zane was yes. out. Not to say Zane wasn't absolutely outstanding Good. at that point. But there was something about the matchup there, right? That you go, but yes. I don't know if they'll ever be the same size again. I think Zane is pretty. I think Zane could go up, right? Not probably be a seventy-four, but I think Zane would. If seventy were an Olympic weight, I think Zane would be excited about that. I think that would probably. Be and it. I bet
3: for a, for a pro match, Zane would meet him in the middle.
2: Yeah. For so sure. I don't know. Goals. I'd love to see it. See it again. Yeah. Um, Zane's only gotten better, but it was interesting the just how well Pico seemingly matched up. Because what is, as you watched, I don't know if we probably ever talked about those matches because it's so many years ago, Ben. But what was it about Pico that was so tough for Zane? Both amazing hand I th- fighters. I think right? it was.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think that's it right there. I think Pico. I'm sorry, Pico. I think Zane. I don't want to say reliant, but he wins the hand fight against everybody. And so when Pico is able to win the hand fight, it kind of, you know, that he couldn't get anything really going. And and Pico kind of just shut him down because he was able to control the hand fighting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe simple as that. Just a better hand fighter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, I think we did it. It's good. It's good to be back. I missed doing the show. I was, I, I, considered being like, you know what, maybe I'll call him for a couple minutes and do that. I was like, no, I shouldn't do that. I just shut up. <laughs> let those guys Enjoy do it. your
3: vacation, Piles. Yeah. Stop uh, trying to work.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, I just it's not work talking about freaking college wrestling. <laughs> so let's not, let's not get this confused with work. This is very fun. Um, but yeah, we will go, but we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow, which will be one week from Metcalf, and we'll be we are now two days from beat the streets, Yanni versus Kinchikishvili, Abel Steezen versus Trent Hilger. Other matches. Joe Colon versus Seth Yes, Gross, yes.
0: Jack Mueller versus oh. Russam Ampar, Victoria Francis, Alexandra Glade.
2: Wait, Ampar? What happened to Vito? Vito got hurt. He got hurt. I can only assume he was Why didn't by we talk Ampar. about, talk, let's talk about this tomorrow. Okay, we will. It's a deal. All right. Ampar, in the mix. The pride of Abkhazia. I believe. Yep.
0: Spade did Abkhazia. a whole article on it because he loves Abkhazia. He loves Abkhazia. Huh.
2: If we ever lose Spade, it's because he moved to Abkhazia to teach history or something. Uh, he knows more <laughs> than funny. the actual Abkhazians. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good Tuesday. Good to be back. Great week of wrestling coming up. How about that? Don't get to say that too often these days, but it's coming back. Be excited. Thank you guys so much. See you tomorrow. Peace.